Hey y'all, this is Mrs. Weathington, and today is November 9th, and this is Block 3, and we are going to be talking about um, the French and Indian War. So, hold on just a second, I need to let somebody in. I'll resume. Sean is here. Okay, our learning, oh, sorry, let me move Audacity so y'all can see the notes. Our learning target today I can explain how, but I need to let somebody else in. So I can't explain how the distance separating Britain and its colonies and and underline that because we're doing two things here. Hey, Hannah, will you close the door, please? And Britain's financial situation impacted how it governed the 13 colonies. So I can explain how the distance separating Britain and its colonies and Britain's financial situation impacted how it governed the three colonies. 13 colonies. Sorry, way more than three. All right, so let's go to make a little box. And we're going to talk about what were the 13 colonies. All right, so by raising your hand, someone tell me where were the 13 colonies located? Tatiana, put your iPad away, please. Where were the 13 colonies located? 
Where were the 13 colonies located? North America. Yes, thank you. You're the first person to get that right the first time I've asked it today. Thank you. All right, so this was the progression of how the colonies came about. So we know about explorers. Okay, if you remember from seventh grade, they were mostly European um, from Britain, which is also England, uh, Portugal, Spain, the French to a much, 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 much smaller extent, the Italians to a much, much smaller extent. All right, so these explorers came to the New World. And in modern day times, what would you refer to the New World as? Where is the New World? North America. Right, North America, South America. And y'all, you are on fire today, Kamari. All right, so just right under there, the Americas. So, Britain claimed. You can take him every need to. I can take. Okay. Um, can you not? So Britain claimed the land that is. Modern day United States East Coast. And how we were talking about the Royal Charter and Proprietary Colonies last week, um, the British claimed this land. They allowed people to create proprietary colonies, charter colonies. There were also some royal colonies. But if you remember when we were talking, um, by 1769, that was when the last proprietary colony had been switched over to a royal colony. So here we're going to put creation of the 13 colonies. The first successful colonial settlement was in Jamestown, 1607. And then the last proprietary colony switched to a royal colony in 1769. All right, so we have all these royal British colonies. So, around this time, the British go to war with the French and the Native Americans. Which will be known as the French and Indian War. Uh, the British, but not really. Kind of, but not really. Like, they won the war, but they lost, well, they didn't lose their money. They spent all their money beating the French in the war, and that brought up the next problem. So, since colonists were part of the British Empire, so to speak, 
they were considered royal British, or excuse me, loyal British subjects. Um, most colonists did not want to fight in the French and Indian War because they thought it was stupid because it didn't really apply to them. It was just Britain trying to dislike France and fight with France, but they were over here in the North American colonies doing their own thing, so they didn't want to fight in the French and Indian War. And then they got even more angry because after the British won the French and Indian War, they spent so much money on the French and Indian War that they started to heavily tax the colonists. And the colonists were like, well, we don't want to fight in this anyway, but we did it because we had to. And now that we fought in it and you spent all that money on the war, now you're going to charge me higher taxes. So the colonists were even more angry about that. So the British heavily tax the colonist to recoup money spent on the war, at which point the colonists say, not cool. Um, we want to separate from the British government. We want to create our own government. Which leads to the American Revolution and eventually the American Revolutionary War. All right, I'll give you a few minutes to get that down and then we will move on. What? No, you just got back from where you were in Hawaii. So, Britain governing from a distance. I'm going to draw poorly over here. This is the eastern seaboard of the United States. Here you have Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, 
at the time. This is Florida. Florida was not one of the 13 colonies, but... Land? Yeah, the land was there, but Florida... Like, Florida was just a swamp until it was um, drained and all that. They didn't find 13. They created 13 colonies. Created. Right, because, right. I mean, travel was very difficult during this time period, and also the population of people that were moving here... I mean, there were, I think, like, a million in, throughout the colonies. So, they didn't have the technology just yet to, like, send a mass amount of people, like, through the mountains and stuff like that. Uh, the mountains wasn't settled, like, settled with a decent-sized population until, like, the late 1700s, early 1800s. No, I'm saying, like, all the, like, all the, um... Oh yeah, the land was there, but, but like no, well they had discovered it, but like all the land west of the Mississippi River was owned by France at one point, then it was owned by Spain, then it went back to France. So the British had claimed the eastern seaboard. So this is what the British had claimed, and by the time by the time this was going on. Like, a few people here or there had maybe gone out west, but, like, the Pacific Ocean and stuff like that, that was just kind of a dream at that point. Like, nobody had conquered that yet. Um, so, New York, New Jersey, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Connecticut, Delaware, Pennsylvania. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Right, so New York, Rhode Island, New Jersey, New Hampshire, Delaware. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, Delaware. Oh, Massachusetts. All right, so here are all the 13 colonies. And then over here, we're going to draw like some little land masses. And this, it, these islands together are the United Kingdom, of which Britain is one. So here's your diagram. Alright, so you need to know that there are 3,460 miles between New York and London. And separating those two land masses are the, is the Atlantic Ocean. So, the Atlantic Ocean
created a barrier that allowed colonists to first off avoid trade laws smuggle uh, rum whiskey and other stuff but I say rum and whiskey first because during this time period, rum and whiskey and other types of alcohol were used as currency more so than, um, I mean, like sometimes they didn't have cash, they didn't have coins or whatever, but they would use the rum and the whiskey as currency to buy and sell things. Because there was so much space between Britain and the colonies, they were able to avoid, to avoid to an extent taxes imposed by the British government or by the British Parliament, because that's their government. And because there was, well, up until right before the Revolutionary War started, there, was, there wasn't really anyone here, like, military presence that was enforcing the colonists to do what the British wanted them to do. Sorry, I'm using Zoom as a mirror to put my hair back up. I'm recording podcasts. If you have a question, raise your hand. I'm doing both. Um, all right, so allowed colonists space to create a more democratic government and when I say democratic government I don't mean like political party I mean like democratic principles I spilled lemonade on me Alright, so finish that, and that will lead us into the French and Indian War. And this is the Eastern Seaboard of modern United States. Those of you on Zoom, give me just a second. I need to check something on my computer, and then I'll reshare this.
also y'all um i haven't put the associated definitions in with the associated words yet they will be up there by tomorrow Ooh, excuse me Okay, here you go. Here's your notes again. Alright, so the French and Indian War. Which is also known as the Seven Years War. which coincidentally was a nine-year war, not a seven-year war. Yesenia set up. So technically, the French and Indian War was the first world war. And that's just because that's the first time that um, a war had been fought on multiple content continents at the same time. For North America... The British and colonists by association were fighting the French and Native Americans. This war was nine years not seven, as the name suggests. France eventually is defeated by Britain. But Britain basically almost goes bankrupt in doing this. And because Britain wrecked its economy with the French and Indian War, they raised taxes on the colonists. So the colonists were already upset with what was going on. And then when their taxes were raised, they were super angry. So they raised taxes on colonists. To recoup money lost in war. Have a seat. Which leads us to the last part, which is a little T chart that describes how the French and Indian War started.
So over here you have Britain. Over here you have French slash Native Americans. Alright, so as far as Britain's side goes, in 1749, the governor of Virginia created the Ohio Company. And the Ohio Company was like a real estate company. And it sold land that the French felt that they owned. Yes, ma'am. Um, did, did anybody bring their opt-out form? No. Um, no, there's actually seven of them. Uh-huh. It's the food to take home. David, go get your food, please. Whereas the French, David, go get your food. You have to get it because you've not turned it up out for him. Please go get it. Yep. You have to turn in your opt-out form if you don't. David. Okay. Any other place we can put on the fridge? So they established settlements along the Mississippi and Ohio River Valleys. Yeah, hold on just a second. There you go. The French made friends. With local tribes and formed trade packs thank you oh no you're okay I'll just pass them out to them before we go outside thank you and French and the natives together were making a lot of money in the fur trade. Okay, um, those of you working on this at home, I'm getting ready to take a picture of the copy that we just did for Block 3 and I will post it to Canvas. And I will also post the audio of what we did to the podcast, which you will be able to get to in the assignment as well. So um, I'm going to go on and scoot out. If you have any questions, please email me. Y'all have a good day.
Where are you about to go? I'm just getting off a of Zoom. Oh. All right, so you all need to finish that, please.